Well, you are listening to Channel Africa, the voice of the African Renaissance. I'm Benjamin Moshatama. As I mentioned when we started the program, that today we are focusing on Freedom Day, which is in South Africa. It's a holiday for us here in South Africa. As you should know right now, that Channel Africa broadcasts from Johannesburg in our Auckland Park studios. And right here we have uh, young people, young reporters from the Children's Radio Foundation. Now, this is a great foundation because it really, really aims to train young radio reporters. And it does this in five African countries. And what's amazing about it, that it's all up around uh, really empowering young people to know more about media and also to actually use the medium of uh, broadcasting and radio uh, for really important issues, especially social issues. And that's where they are focused on. And in our studios, I've got Simon. He calls himself T-Tribe. I think he's a hip-hop star or wannabe hip-hop star. He'll tell us a little bit about that. And then I've got Precious and Duduzile, all reporters from the Children's Radio Foundation. Now I'm going to start with you, T-Tribe, or Simon. Tell us a little bit about the Children's Radio Foundation. What do you guys do? Tell us a little bit about what you get up to on a normal day in studio. Hey, 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 what's up, bro? Now now you sound like Drake or something. No, no, I'm not Drake, <laughs> hey. <laughs> so tell us a little bit, what do you guys do at the Children's Radio Foundation? Okay, uh, what we basically do, we focus on issues that most teenagers they face daily which is uh i can't surely mention most of them because there are a whole lot of things we mentioned we focus on like we focus on maybe i could surely say uh if you've been maybe being raped you know Mm. such things some Mm. because as teenagers especially Mm. the youth we feel like we don't have a voice that much you know Mm. because we we hide ourselves sometimes when we feel we feel like we're facing kind of things like being raped you feel like if i say this like people they're gonna laugh and mm. knowing for a fact that uh we all have problems mm. you know so such things like what we focus i, I could say like uh, we're not there behind that mic to judge the mm. only thing is just to we're there to share our voice and just to show them that we're not there behind that mic to preach or either lecture mm. but just to save more lives from being laid on a stretcher fantastic so really you're dealing with issues that affect young people uh, tell us a little bit more precious i mean what do you do do you produce programs or do you just present what kind of work do you do just swing the microphone towards yourself great um uh, hello everybody <laughs> um the things we, we do many things we try our best to really tackle the issues that surround us mm. and we mainly we we, in, we do interviews we present and mm. we go outside for outside broadcasting and great. we speak to different kind of people kinds of people mm. our main aim is to really voice and not you know give the typical advice we are young people and we know that young people don't want to be told what to do really mm. so we try our best to um inform people in a way as we, we give we put it off in a in a manner of we discussing something yeah, so yeah so it makes people young people especially open to come forth and really listen and really consider things that we tackle and issues that we discuss mm. in crf and i'm going to move on to Duduzila. Duduzila says she's shy but i don't actually think she's shy i mean she's smiling right now i think she can't wait to say something to the continent but Duduzila, like when you do what you do i mean why do you enjoy it why do you love actually speaking to people what's nice about being a radio reporter um the thing is that from when i was young i liked radio like i ra- i like listening to it because mm. it helps me to think about things which are happening then when i'm on radio i just want to talk about 
those things which I had from childhood, mm. like say them, voice mm. up for people, because most people can't talk. They just mm. being oppressed without saying anything. But when I'm on the mic, I just say whatever I feel like saying, because I feel like um, helping people, telling them that doing this is right and doing the, doing this is wrong, mm. not judging them, but um. Telling them, like giving them, like maybe a piece of advice. Mm. I feel like I help them, and I empower them a lot. Yeah, right. You are shy, yeah. Yeah, I don't believe that. But hey, you know, you guys are saying something very important here. And what I'm actually getting from what you guys are saying is actually giving people a voice. I mean, we are living in 21 years of democracy in South Africa. And we've got also young people all around the continent who've actually uh, seen themselves living in a new uh, dispensation. Most of them were colonized or some of them we don't live in apartheid like our parents or our grandfathers and grandmothers lived now in terms of the issue of raising your voice as young people um, coming to you precious why, why do you think it's so important for us as young people to have a voice um, I think it's it's very important because like you said before you know we most of we were not raised during the times of the struggle mm. and but then at the same time we are affected by the things that happen in history mm. and I mean we have a, a long way to go and I feel like young people also need to be heard because we want to instill change still because mm. we have a long way to go we want to be heard we want to be understood and we want to show people that we actually have think about bigger things and have much more important things to say we actually care about what is happening now Things that affect us, we care about politics, mm. we care about everything that is happening, and we want to be giving that platform to speak our minds and mm. actually be taken seriously by society. Yeah, and, and do you think, looking at South Africa, coming to you, uh, Simon, you know, when we speak about freedom and uh, young people, and, uh, you know, we've been experiencing xenophobic attacks. We live in Africa, but, hey, we're seeing that we're fighting other African yeah. brothers. But uh, we'll come back to the issue of xenophobia just a little bit later. But I want us to focus on this specific question, on really looking at what does freedom mean for you as a young person today? Actually, you know, uh, personally on my side, freedom, it means being free, you know, getting to a point where I get to be myself. Great. Without looking at the side, Jahara, I have to do this in order in order to be accepted, mm. you know. So looking at the side, Jahara, you know, as, as South Africans, you know, Nelson Mandela was born in South Africa. Mm. And that thing should lead us to the point, Jahara, to that point that we got to realize that we've been, we, we, we actually from South Africa where a legend was born. Yeah. You know, yeah. and for, and he, he was actually like an icon for the world. Yeah. Eh? Yeah. yeah. Good points. Yeah. So looking at the side of the side, you elaborated on the side of xenophobia. Mm. I think in order to stop that, I feel like we've been taught certain things about how we, we, we got to the point or that we, we actually free today, but we never, t we've never been taught what actually happened. Mm. Previously, mm. like looking at the side of mm, how we fight our Africans, mm. same color, we black, but we still fight each other. Mm. And we Africans, we should support each other. Mm. So, you know, I've been listening out there. There might be different voices, but the message is one. Say no to xenophobia. Yeah. So freedom to me, it's being, it's, it's, it's acceptance. Yeah. Being able to accept others for who they are, not being, not judging them and trying to look better than them because of you may, I could say you advance or you have certain things, 
you know. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. And I think uh, we, we need to understand that particular perspective as well, that, hey, we're not just living on an island as young people. Actually, there's the rest of the continent here with us. And let me move to you, Tutuzile. In terms of for you, in, when we speak about freedom as a young person today in South Africa and in Africa, what does it mean for you? Um, freedom, okay. You'll never be free until you free yourself, okay? Mm. So freedom to me is for you to free yourself so that people around you can be free and you can be capable of finding things which you want. Mm. If you think that there is freedom, you don't have to pressurize other people and um, discriminate them and stuff. Mm. You've got to think wild. You've got to put yourself in their shoes mm. and think wild, think beautiful, stop thinking like negative things which will mm. affect everyone. So freedom to me is experiencing good things, being able to be heard, doing things which you believe that if you do, they will benefit you and the people around you. Mm. And also that's very interesting that you're saying that it's really about uh, doing things that are practical that can actually change your life. And uh, Precious, I mean, that's a good point that Tutuzile is talking about, that it's really about freeing yourself. I like that the fact that she says freedom is about you taking responsibility and freeing yourself. But today, what is the responsibility for young people? How do you free yourself? Um, that is a very good question. <laughs> I d- now it gets me thinking. Um, you know, I think freeing yourself. I think much, m- many of us young people, we suffer from this pressure. We don't, I think it's, it begins with self-acceptance. Mm-hmm. That's what I believe. Because mm-hmm. we suffer from this thing. We want to, you know, belong to and conform to everybody else's norms mm-hmm. and how they do things. Mm-hmm. We never, you know... Do you and just be you. Mm. Once you begin to accept yourself, everything is easier mm. because you don't let what the negativity that other people bring upon you mm. really put you down or really destroy you. Mm. So once people keep doing, start doing that, each and, imagine if each and everybody did that. I don't think there'd be fights because mm. everybody would be doing themselves. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, everybody, yeah. Like, I like my own music. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. like your own music. We cool. Yeah, Kumbaya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Kumbaya. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. and also I think it's very interesting as well because um, I was about to go home because you guys were late for this particular program. I was like, I'm about to go because there's traffic. I don't want to speak to these guys anymore. But I kind of focused and said, hey, these guys are actually coming from school and Mm -hmm. making their way here. And that's also an important thing. Staying with you, Precious, how important is um, education? Because you just came from school and I think that's a very important thing. And um, you just came from school. Is it linked? to freedom getting access to education or is it just for you guys ah i just have to do this so i can just survive absolutely it is it is linked to education i feel that i'm a very i like history i love history and you know i love i know a lot so in the past we know that um education was not really given to us Mm -hmm. in a good way Mm -hmm. so i think education makes you intelligent you know, mm. and there's a hu- for me there's a huge difference between intelligence and being clever. You yeah, can be yeah, clever yeah. in your school books, but it gives you a broader mind. Yeah, yeah. You think big when mm. you're educated, when you're intelligent, mm. and you can really understand how to deal with people. So people like Nelson Mandela were very intelligent because he knew how to handle, you know, the uh, I don't want to the, the pressures, the, yeah. yeah, the pressures, and yeah. he knew how to handle uh, the whole entire situation. I mean, he could he could have retaliated and become. Mm radical and but he didn't and i think that's because of he was educated and he saw things in a different light yeah and fantastic. of which people who are um 
you know, who might not receive the same education, might not see. Yeah. So it makes you think big, broader. Fantastic. And also what I like about you guys, you're not just sitting and going to school and coming back home and having a fight and just chilling in the hood because you guys are from Mamelodi, right? Yeah. Which is a yeah. township. And sometimes, I know, I was raised in a township. Sometimes there's not much to do in the hood, you know? There's just kind of like mm-hmm. you get home and all you can do is watch TV or chill with your friends or go to the party. It's, there's those pressures to fit in, like you were saying earlier on, pressures that you're like, hey, I have to fit in in the mold. But you guys are doing something different you're actually standing out of the crowd volunteering yeah. and doing something that experiential and everyone is talking about the issue that yeah you can get education but also you must have experience in life and yeah. i think it's fantastic that you guys are so young and you're getting experience in radio at such a young age freedom and experience you tell me how those two fit in simon freedom and experience mm. oh personally on my side what I, I actually experience towards freedom, mm. you know. Oh, like like I'm saying, like, how do you feel like this program, the Children's Radio Foundation, is actually giving you opportunities to do what you love, for example? Yeah, yeah. You know, let me say this. I was, let me give you a, a bit of my story. Mm. I was at home, you know. I kind of felt like I, I wanted to do more with my life, you know. Mm. A lot of people, they said I wanted to be a model. I wanted to be a, a, a musician. Mm. I wanted to be an actor. And a lot of people, they, they actually told me that, you know what, bro, you, you're confused. You don't know. <laughs> but I just told them, you know what, I know, I know you might say I'm confused. I know how to, that a lot of things that you always say, telling me that you, you're just confusing yourself with, mm. with those things. But I told them that my life, and with my life, I want more. And they, as they actually say that mind manifests everything that happens in the real world. Mm. If you haven't achieved anything that you wanted to achieve, you suddenly didn't believe in it enough, you know. Mm, mm. So actually what I'm trying to say here is that what freedom, uh, the, 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 the children's radio has given me a voice to voice out, like to, to, to encourage others who, who believe in certain things that I believe in, Great. you know, yeah. not to be behind doors hiding themselves and being afraid to be themselves and follow their dreams so radio foundation children's radio foundation just had given me that voice to be out there and just share my thoughts my feelings and what my heart lead me to say you know mm, fantastic i love yeah. that that hey you know what there is a voice for young people on the continent and it should be heard you are listening to channel africa the voice of the african renaissance i want to take a quick break right now but remember you are listening to us on the frequency 9625 kilohertz on the 31 meter band to southern africa and that's our service into the continent but if you're listening to us on our internet service you're listening to us on www.channelafrica.co.za today is freedom Day in uh, uh, South Africa. So today we're speaking to young people. Simon, he calls himself T Tribe as well. He's the rapper amongst us all. He's the cool guy, I think. I feel like so intimidated. I'm like this uh, hippie, and this guy is like coming in with like a Drake swagger. So, and also we've got Precious. She's so sweet. And Duduzile, she says she's shy, but I think she's got a lot of wisdom. But we'll talk to them when we come back after this break. Parents would love their children, care for them, tender for them, no matter rich or poor, I believe this world would be a better place. I remember when I was... I'm Benjamin Mushatama. I'm an African from South Africa. I say no to xenophobia. Let's unite, Africa. 
Jina langu naitwa Michael Harering. Mimi ni Mwafrika kutoka Uganda. Siungi mkono chuki dhidi ya wageni. Afrika tuungane pamoja. Je m'appelle Jacques. Je suis un Africain de Côte d'Ivoire. Je dis non à la xénophobie. Restons unis, Africains. African countries represented here in South Africa were present, all of them. And all of them spoke in unison that while they're hating, they have a resolve to make sure that we continue working together on this Agenda 2063. As we defeated, Ambassador said, apartheid, colonialism, we're also very keen to defeat this demon. We want to show a solidarity with our African brothers and sisters. We want people to understand that we were once foreigners in their country. We want to remind our people that we are the country of Ubuntu. We cannot be treating other people like this, killing them, beating them. It is not right. It has to be corrected. It is wrong. Well, you are listening to Channel Africa. Good morning. The time right now is 11 o'clock until 12 o'clock. Remember, our program runs for this particular hour. And uh, you're listening to us on the frequencies, 9625 kilohertz on the 31 meter band to Southern Africa. Thank you for listening to us. If you've just joined us, even on our website on www.channelafrica.co.za. Well, today we have Children's Radio Foundation. We've got young radio reporters and uh, who are spread across the African continent and I think we've got uh, five African countries where uh, young people are being trained by the Children's Radio Foundation. Also the impact that uh, radio broadcasting media can have on our daily lives and uh, that is so great because they produce and broadcast radio shows about issues that affect them on 68 radio stations across Africa in 25 different languages. I also love that idea that it's not just in English but also in the narrative of 
which they speak and in their everyday lives. And today we're speaking about the meaning of freedom for young people. We're looking at the issues of uh, uh, some of the challenges we have as young people, why it's important for us to express ourselves, and also who we are as young people at this particular time. And we've got Simon, we've got Precious and Duduzil in the studio to give us really their views about what they do and who they are and how they express themselves as young people on the continent. Now, I want to come to you, Duduzile, looking at what's happening now in South Africa. We know that we've seen a really good response from people saying no to xenophobia. Uh, we've seen just in the last few days there have been marches and people are protesting against it. If you've watched our television screens, we've seen people saying no to xenophobia, as Simon was highlighting yesterday, that there seems to be a unified voice. When it comes to this issue of, uh, uh, you know, we come from the township. Let's be honest, guys. We say things about foreigners, hey? Yeah. We call them Akwarakwara. We call them these bad names and not very nice things in our communities. I mean, your experience, Tutuzile, um, uh, let's be honest here. Uh, do you think that we, we really have embraced uh, foreigners in South Africa? The time we, we saw them, we think like... Um here they are, they are here to attack us, to take our jobs and mm, stuff. Mm. So most people are complaining about them. Mm. Instead, how can you complain about a person while you're sitting and doing nothing? Mm. Because these people are working, né? so when they're working, um, South African people are like, oh, these people are taking their, our jobs, mm, mm. so what are we supposed to do? They're complaining, but while they're sitting, they're supposed to stand up and find education for themselves. Mm. Instead, they do nothing. They just keep on complaining, attacking <laughs> these innocent people. I think it's, it's not cool. It's mm. very bad. Because as a person, you've got to appreciate what you have. Yeah? Mm. So to do that, you've got... Each and every person has to stand up for their things. If you want something, you've got to do it honestly, not by fighting. Because mm. if you continue fighting, you will not go anywhere. Because the more you fight, is the more you, you corrupt the country, the people. Everything just get corrupted mm. and worse. Mm. You destroy almost everything. So you've got to think before acting. Because that each and every action that you do counts i like that that's so true and your your views um coming to you precious i mean um it's interesting what uh is highlighting like she's highlighted things that we've heard also in in the media and we know that this is views that we have in our communities we've heard that they're taking away jobs foreigners are coming here to steal to do that what have you heard in terms of these issues of xenophobia be honest with me i know that we try to sugarcoat it when we speak to <laughs> people but what are the kind of things that we've heard even before these xenophobia attacks i'm sure you've heard some things oh i have i have heard <laughs> a lot of things and you know it's mainly the jobs most mm. lazy people in townships i'm sorry <laughs> but i've the guys you know who's sitting and doing nothing they say they're taking out jobs mm. yet they're sitting down and doing nothing mm. and not wanting to go look for a job mm. and you know i also heard other Paranoid people thinking, you know, with the other things that are happening, the ISIS, and they mm. think these people are going to come here and start their own Boko Harams and whatnot here in South Africa. So others fear that. And, you know, it's, it's, it's different feelings by different people. Mm. So, yeah, most people are thinking different kinds of things about about these people mm, mm. and what have you heard um, uh, Simon what have been some of the issues and some of the stereotypes attached to the xenophobia problem 
as you said, that uh, in the townships, they're actually being called names like Magwaragwere, mm. those kind of names, you know. The thing I'm just going to say is that from our older people, people we look up to, is that they, they look at these people like, you know, these kind of people, they're taking our jobs, as they said previously. But, you know, a thing is that those people, they come over countries like you just wake up early in the morning, you see a, a new person in your neighborhood, mm. you know. It's just that re- reacting with fi- fighting, mm. it's not a way to solve things. Yeah. But, like, to talk, talk about certain things, you know. I think, like, with our government, they should, like, make sure these people, they come in our country illegally, mm. you know. The reason these people they they get most jobs that they take advantage of everything they that that comes their way. Exactly. In our in, in our townships, you know, we always look at the side that you know I I need we need like we look at the side you know, I need a a a job that I'm if people they're gonna look at me they're gonna say oh this guy is making money yeah, you know yeah, something yeah. like that something where, so, where you get a lot of money yeah you, know? you so can buy a people, car a house nice shoes <laughs> yeah 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 so those people they just look personal on the side job they just focus if I get I I sell shoes or fix shoes or cut hair mm. that's what they do then they tend when they see that opportunity that oh these people are making money with such things they that's when they start reacting fighting them you mm. know. So uh, personally, on my side, I'll say no to xenophobia. As you said, in our in our in our townships, they call them those sort sort, sort mm. of names. But I think they just hating the success that they're making mm. because of they're not from this country. They kind of feel intimidated by them. Mm. So, but yeah. well, also I think also we we need to also come together as uh, as people and find out ways how we can deal with this particular situation and how we can actually integrate much better as Africans in South Africa. Uh, how do you think we can do that? How do we work and live side by side with them, uh, Simon? I think that would do if they get in our country legally. Because hmm. if, they, if they come legally, then it's going to be that then that they have a right to be in here. You know, and we're gonna accept them, and we're gonna be working side side by side with them, knowing for a fact that there's acceptance between between us and them, and knowing for a fact that we Africans mm. actually we're gonna we're gonna they 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 just have to be acceptance because we have a firm history together. Mm. So I think if they come in our country illegally, legally, then I think that's when they're going to be accepted and we're going to be able to work hand in hand with them. Mm. And also, I mean, there's an issue here, uh, Precious, where we need to educate ourselves as South Africans on how to to deal better with people outside our continent. Absolutely. I believe, I mean, like, like Simon said, we have a firm history. And uh, when you look back, we couldn't have, um, be we, we wouldn't be free today if it wasn't for them, because mm. those people who fought for our freedom had to go and, you know, uh, go on exile and go live in other countries and seek help from other African countries. Mm. So we couldn't have done this without them. Mm. And I think we need to remember that we are human at the end of the day. Mm. It does not matter where we come from. And the, it's not—it's never gonna be sunshine and rainbows every time. We might—we might face a crisis as South Africans. Where are we gonna run to? Mm, yeah, mm. we all bleed red at the end of the day. Yeah, that's true. So we have to think, like I said, think big. What are we gonna do if we face a crisis? Because mm. right now the world is really facing a lot of crises. Exactly, when you look at current, exactly, yeah. it's so. What are we gonna do if we end up facing crisis? We're gonna have to escape to somewhere. So mm. we have to think. 
what how would it be if you see your brother or your sister or your child being treated as such being burnt or hurt because mm. of the fact that they don't share the same country as you only but they look like you only mm. they don't share the same <laughs> country as you fantastic so. uh, let me move on to uh, to uh, to Duzil. I'm, I'm about to wrap it up and i know you guys are like oh this guy's asking us so many questions but you guys are doing so well to you you heard your colleague saying that hey we need to actually also just uh, protect our borders regulate issues migration laws like simon was saying that hey we need to get these guys to come in legally i love what uh, precious was saying hey we need to be just conscious of other people. Uh, hey, we might be in the same situation one day. I love what she was saying about that. Tujuzila, how do you think that we need to change our mindsets as South Africans themselves? Um, we must stop judging. Hmm. We must start standing for ourselves. Do hmm. what's right. Because most of the time, we think about ourselves and we don't think about other people. For instance, I'm, I'm a tourism learner. So mm. yesterday at school, um, our tourism teacher was teaching us. Then he was, we were doing this thing of um, tourists traveling, mm. coming to South Africa and visiting the attractions of here yeah. in South Africa. So he was like asking us questions based on xenophobia. He was like, guys, now there's this issue of xenophobia and I think the tourism industry is going to go low and the South African economy is going mm. to go low too. Uh, do you think that, he was like raising a question, he was mm. like, do you think that as we behave to these people, are we ever going to experience um, people coming to our country, mm. like tourists, even not from Africa, but from overseas, mm. come to, coming to our country to visit it while this whole situation is happening and mm. we're like no they're just not going to come they will say that south africa is corrupt the people there are full of hatred mm. they just judge other people they don't think they just think for themselves and stuff so this thing is really affecting the economy mostly mm. it's not only affecting those people who are like there's this setting mm. which um last at news there were people killed like 10 people i think others were from mozambique um east african middle mm, africa mm, mm. most people were killed there and they were killed by south african people mm. and by the judge of the people who killed those other people the people of his in south africa they are just unemployed there are those people who who like judge mm. people but they don't work for mm, themselves. Mm, mm. They, I think they stay in the streets or something. <laughs> I, I don't understand. I don't get them. Mm. We, we call them nyaupes because... <laughs> you mean those, the, the drug guys who chill? Yeah, those drug yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They killed 10 people. They were like, yeah, these people are foreigners. They have to go. Mm. Why must they go? Because they have no places to stay and mm. they are here for reasons they didn't just come here to yeah. attack our country exactly. they came here to do what they do and they help their families these people help their own families they came here for good things not bad things mm. well our people yeah are just 
they just don't get the picture. Yeah, I, th- I think you said something very important that we should stand for ourselves as South Africans. But we're going to wrap it up and uh, uh, just after this particular break, we'll come back. Today is Freedom's Day in South Africa. South Africa is celebrating their freedom and we have some great, brilliant thinkers here. I think uh, we have some um, innovation, uh, think- innovative thinkers here and I think that one day these guys uh, are going to have a bright, bright future indeed. I have Simon, Precious, Duduzile. All of them are from the Children's Radio Foundation. They came all the way to the Auckland Park Studios at the SABC and really to speak to us about what it means to be a young person. And yes, you are listening to African Dialogue right here in Channel Africa on the frequency 9625 kilohertz on the 31 meter band to Southern Africa. And if you're listening to us online, thank you for joining us. Thank you for streaming us live on our internet service on www.channelafrica.co.za. And we've got a few minutes left. So when we come back, we're going to just wrap it up and uh, really, really see, you know, how we as young people can actually improve our lives in contemporary Africa. But uh, let's take a quick break. Always missing your favorite Channel Africa radio shows? Well, now you don't have to. We have a free catch-up service that allows you to listen to Channel Africa radio content from your cell phone, computer or tablet at your convenience. Visit www.channelafrica.co.za and click on programs for a list of your favorite shows. Select what you want to hear. Click on Listen and enjoy Channel Africa Radio. It's as easy as that. Channel Africa Radio, the voice of the African Renaissance. Well, you are listening to Channel Africa. Thank you for joining us. This is African Dialogue. I'm Benjamin Moshatama. Today is Freedom's Day in uh, South Africa. And uh, yeah, we're speaking to young people from the Children's Radio Foundation. If you just joined us, it's a great organization, actually, that I discovered years ago when I used to do a humanitarian program in Cape Town and uh, really stumbled on this great organization, got to interview them back in the years. And I thought, hey, I never got to speak to the young people involved in this organization. So today I get the chance to do that. And... uh, uh, I've got some young radio reporters who are really from uh, uh, a radio station called Mums FM, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Mums FM. It sounds very cool. I want to work for Mums FM. It sounds like, <laughs> you know, I can hear myself saying, hey, welcome to Mums FM. I'm Benjamin Mushatama. Hey, we're chilling here in uh, Mamelodi, you know, having a good time. But anyway, it's great to have these guys here with us. And uh, really, we're going to wrap up the program really saying, hey, as Africans, young Africans, where does the Simon Precious Dutuzile see themselves in the future? How would you say that, Simon? Where do you see yourself in the future? Where do you see the continent in the future where do you see south africa in the future uh how where where do i see south africa in the future surely on my side i would say as we can see a lot of things especially i could tell the reason we sing xenophobia out there nowadays is that if we start fighting at home then when you go out there you're going to start fighting other people Mm. look at our parliament Mm. there are fights you know between uh, ANC and EFF, I was not a fan of politics, mm. but knowing for a fact that I'm, I'm the future of this country, as a young leader and as a reporter, I know that as a, I'm, I'm, I'm a form of a voice yeah. and I'm look, I should look forward to make this country a better place. As I could say that Africa, I wasn't born in Africa just to leave, but just to leave a legacy. Yeah, you yeah, get it? Yeah, so great. we, as I said that, there's a legend that's born in this country. And he told us that if we can learn to hate, 
we can also be taught how to love. Mm. So I, I, in the future, I personally think I'll see South Africa being a great country, united again, not uh, united with other countries, mm. you know, in Africa. Mm. Not just, okay, I'm united with Limpopo <laughs> because of I'm in South Africa, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I personally think that in the future, I would fight hard to contribute. I don't know just how, but mm. to just to have my voice out there to make South Africa a better country. Fantastic. I think that's great. You know, the the the, the beautiful thing that you said is that idea about... You know, if we can learn to hate, we can learn to love, you know, and I think that's such an important statement that you made there. Precious, your views there in terms of where do you see yourself? Uh, maybe I should ask that. Okay, forget about South Africa. Forget about <laughs> Africa. Uh, where do you see yourself as a young African? As an, is it, um, myself. Ooh, I, I don't know. I just, I know. What do, let me just put it in a proper way. <laughs> I see myself making a change. I just want to be part of something big. I don't want to just end up at some office job and just stay there mm. and do nothing. No, I just want to be, I want to try to give people the same mindset that I have. I want to educate more people and make them understand. See the bigger picture. Yeah, I've been yeah. saying bigger picture, but yeah. make them understand that there's more to life and yeah. that make sure that, you know, Try to inspire people. Try to to make them understand that education is good and that you can live with, you know, you can be versatile. You can Mm. do so many things and accept and just live life and love and be happy. Fantastic. As cliche as it may sound sometimes. It's not cliche at all. I think (laughs) we need to remind ourselves of those things because I think the older we get and the more life takes a toll on us, we need to, as Africans, remind ourselves of that actually there is a bigger picture while I'm alive. I'm not just living for myself. I'm not living to just accumulate things. I'm here to empower other people. I'm here to make a difference in my direct community and I think that's important. Duduzil, I'm going to let you, you've got the, the sweetest and the most quietest voice so I thought, hey, let me give you the last word in terms of seeing yourself as an african né? i know this is going to be a difficult one for you but i thought i should put you in the spot for you as an african not just as an as a south african because sometimes south africans we've got the thing that i'm south african i'm south african i'm south african and we live like that like we're not part of a bigger picture like uh, precious was saying as an african where do you see africa africa there's so many wars so many diseases, there's so many. She, she was talking about Boko Haram. You know, do you think there's going to be peace one day? Do you think that as young people we can create a better future for our continent? Yeah, we could change that. We could change that because the moment we think big is the moment things will happen. So, as I am a young leader, I think that if we could preach the gospel of saying good things. Mm. Talking good about this continent of ours Because Africa is our motherland We cannot discriminate each other We are all one, we are the same thing So we must find a way There's always a way, never say never Mm. We have to find a way to fight all these things Everything has a solution So these diseases, these fights And everything which is happening in this continent of ours can be solved one day it depends on how we think how strong we go where we go mm. who we meet mm. so we have to unite and find our ways to fight against 
these things because they really affect our our continent. Fantastic. I love what you said. Hey, there's always a way. There's always a way. And I think that's a great way to wrap up the program. Thank you to Simon. Uh, is it uh, T-Tribe? Yeah. Tell me, why do you call yourself T-Tribe? T-Tribe is like an abbreviation. It stands for the real intellectual best entertainer. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's very confident. And thank you to Precious. I think Precious is going to become a sociologist. She's probably going to become a great lawyer one day. You got it. Okay, that's lawyer. it. That's it. I see a lawyer in you. And <laughs> thank you to Tutuzile. Tutuzile is either she's going to become a, a preacher or she's going to become a philosopher or she's going to become a psychologist. Which one do you choose between those three? Or am I wrong in all the three? I'd rather choose a psychologist. Okay, I fan- love fantastic. That's what I see. But thank you for joining us as we wrap it up. You are listening to African Dialogue. Remember that African Dialogue comes to you every Monday to Thursday at 1100 hours Central African time. You're welcome to interact with us via Facebook. We've got a Channel Africa page and tweet us at Channel Africa 1. Or you could simply SMS us your views on plus 27823. 325905 that's our SMS number plus 27823325905 from me Benjamin Mushatama until tomorrow god bless